0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. What's up? How you doing? Thank you once again for tuning in, checking in, whatever we do with podcasts, right? To Counseling On Demand. Counseling On Demand. Here we talk about issues related to mental health and maybe even issues in the community and the world around that uh, contribute to our mental health as well. So today what we're going to be talking about is the in-betweeners. I call them the in-betweeners. In-betweeners, are you an in-betweener? In-betweeners are those that uh, find themselves between two places. Typically where we see this is between two uh, jobs or between Relationships, specifically marriage, uh, and uh, that's a place where we can really feel lost. In-betweeners can also refer to relationships, marriages, all those things, right? Um, Moving from one city to the next, one friendship to another. Um, It could also refer to, like I mentioned, to uh, after high school, right? Uh, Many people that I see... They're they're coming in and they're just moving away from this place where the adult world told them what to do. And now the adult world is wondering why they can't make decisions. They're in betweeners. So the in-betweeners I want to talk about today would be those that maybe you know, maybe this is for you yourself. I'm gonna talk about those in betweeners when it comes from the ending primarily of a marriage and headed towards a new relationship. And I see a lot of this, and this is where uh, you might feel like your identity is kind of gone. As a matter of fact, your identity was tied into that previous relationship. You get into a place where you can feel very a lot of discomfort, uh, like you're grasping at straws, so on and so forth. And this is where we have a tendency to go into what people might call a rebound or very quick relationships, Um, in hopes to ease that comfort. And the idea is that it may ease that discomfort, but we're moving right back into the relationship that we just left. Time after time after time that I work with people that are in their second, third marriage, right? And you've heard this. Maybe you've experienced it yourself. You find yourself saying, hey, I married the same person. Well, the in-betweener place, that stage in between the relationship is actually my favorite place to be, not personally, right, but my favorite place for clients to be. It's a great time to regroup. And that's part of what we're going to talk about. It's a great time to get to know yourself and do those things that uh, maybe you weren't able to do in a relationship, like work on your own identity, review things that you could have done differently, so on and so forth. So number one, and this is the hardest thing, I think, and it's more of a, this is a step that we do. Uh, constantly. It's more in the background. But one of the most important things when you enter that in-betweener phase, it's getting that stability back, right? Maslow's hierarchy hierarchy of needs, right? Getting uh, a place to stay, getting more into a financial uh, place of stability, so on and so forth. Getting those primary needs built in the best that you can is absolutely important it's not the best time to seek after emotional connection, so on and so forth, because you're kind of in survival mode. This is the time to set, you know, a good, safe place to be, uh, financially stable. Those types of things allow us to calm down and be more likely to make intellectual decisions, not emotional decisions, okay? And so we're more likely to put the pause button uh, on our life and, and slow down for a minute and not jump right into another relationship. In betweeners, this is a great time for you to go into a place of self discovery. Now, that is really hard. It's it's our tendency, right, to discover how terrible our old boss was or how terrible our old partner was. But that's not going to take us where we need to go. Focusing on, well, it's fun, right? It can be fun. It can be fun to talk about how messed up your partner was and how they hurt you and we feel like we can talk bad about them and maybe we get a little bit of a kick or maybe some type of justification uh within ourselves but it's actually really dangerous because we're missing our own self-reflection we're missing out on an opportunity to review those things that we can take care of right now rather than going into the next relationship so we're going to take a minute to take a break and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about using this in-betweener time as a time to pursue self-discovery. Welcome back to Counseling on Demand. Hopefully you're learning a little bit maybe about your situation in terms of maybe you're an in-betweener, or maybe you have somebody in your life that's an in-betweener. It's a very uncomfortable stage, We have a tendency, right, to not like discomfort. And so specifically with relationships, we have a tendency to jump into a relationship that helps us feel, especially feel those things that we might uh, feel we were missing from that earlier relationship. And so we kind of uh, bargain. We kind of barter and we put ourselves back into situations that uh, we're pretty sure are going to fill the holes that we thought we were missing in a previous relationship. When in fact, if you're not in that in-betweener stage, you go from one relationship to another, you're actually just putting yourself in a position It kind of backfires. You're putting yourself in in a reactive position where you don't even know necessarily. You think you know where those voids are, but you don't have enough information to be sure. So, Touching base with a third party, touching base with somebody that can help you look at this from an intellectual standpoint is absolutely vital. No matter how much self-reflection we have, no matter how objective we feel that we are, it's vital that you take a look with somebody that's willing to take you to that place, someone that's willing to take you to places you don't want to in terms of self-reflection. What are we going to do with self-reflection We're going to look at a couple things. One is we're going to take a look at ownership. We're going to take a look at what we can own. We have no power in our new relationship. We have no power in our life if our blame is everywhere else. Even if you're right, you can can say and identify all these things that your old partner did. You can be accurate, but that doesn't give you any power, doesn't give you any tools or any type of influence in the new relationship all it does is allows you to go to that new relationship believing that you were right about the last one not the best quality to bring into the relationship so ownership take a look and that's where the power is what can i own and go through that with somebody what can i own what are those things that i could have done differently not perfectly not right versus wrong but what are those things i could have done differently maybe own more patience maybe own Whatever you know, whatever it might be. Keep in mind right now, as you, if you're an in betweener, what are those things reflect, what are those things as you look back that maybe you would have done a little bit differently? Because if you don't look at them now, you'll have an opportunity, quote unquote, right? To look at those flaws, those areas of improvement. They'll come up again and you'll wonder why they're there. Let's take time in this in between phase, right? to recollect to take a look at hey what are those things that I could do better this is also a great time to look at needs guidance by somebody else intellectually this is a great place to intellectually review hey what are those things that I need not what I want but what do I need now I'll tell you what there's a lot of therapists out there a lot of programs that talk about needs what I'm learning is that we have in general probably four or five needs and these needs are not needy But if you look in childhood, you watch videos as you grew up, you look at your relationships, you're going to see that these needs start to bubble to the surface. Knowing what you need, right, is really important. When we tend to get married, especially the younger we get married, uh, we don't worry about our needs. We don't worry about things intellectually because magically everything's going to be all right. I see couples all the time that come in and say, my partner doesn't meet my needs. Well, they can't meet your needs if you don't know what your needs are. So, as you look at in this in betweener phase, what am I? What am I looking for? What What do I need? Uh, as I interview, right? As I date or interview people for this new relationship that I'm going to have. Okay. So needs. We talked about ownership, and then also, what do you want to see? We, uh, you know, when you first got married, right? Or you first got your job. You uh, you had this fantasy idea, this idealistic look of what you wanted to see. It was all rosy, so on and so forth. This is a time to be more realistic. I had a gal in my office the other day, and she said she felt that she was really uh, conceited, so on and so forth. And I said, why? And she said, well, I have all these demands, these expectations of whoever I'm going to marry. And I told her, those are not, that's not bad. Those are not demands. Those are things that you need to put in place, not, not uh, you know, in the past it was romance and so forth. Now you you need to be in a position where you can say romance and so on and so forth is good, but it's very okay to say, I need to find somebody that matches up with these expectations. It's very okay. In fact, as you know your expectations of the relationship, that helps you Find others that match those expectations too, because after all, they have those as well. And maybe we do a podcast on that completely because that can be very complicated and uh, a lot involved there. So identify what are those things that are important to you? What are your expectations in terms of what the relationship looks like, what the dialogue looks like, the communication looks like? Know those things. Discover yourself a little bit more in terms of what you want what you need, and what makes that relationship work, you understanding that will put you in a position where you can identify those things with somebody else that's identified those needs as well. So these are just a few things to keep in mind as an in-betweener. This is a great time to take a pause, at least a year is what I say. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's not until the end of that first year that we start to discover and think about the things we need to look at between relationships thank you so much for listening to today's podcast listen uh leave, leave us a rating and a review let us know how we're doing and uh we'd love to get that feedback from you and if you want to know more about what i talked about today please feel free to get online at gettingbacktolife.com for more information to get a hold of us and as always please remember you get to choose who's in your life